Aloha, and welcome to your Legends from the Pacific holiday special. First off, I'm very sorry for not having new episodes for you, but thank you very much for your patience and understanding. So, a few things prevented us from having new episodes. You see, for some reason, there's been a lot of construction and noise in my neighborhood. Tis the season, I guess. I also had printer issues, which was kind of good timing since I took advantage of an extended Black Friday deal. The downside? It took a while for the printer to get to me. Then, of course, the subject I was researching didn't have enough about it for a full episode. It's always such a disappointment when I find a subject that's difficult to research or there's little about it. Anywho, I apologize for no new episodes in December. But while we haven't had new episodes, I've been busy getting book two together and working with our audiobook narrator for our audiobook. That being said, I'll be taking the next few weeks off to kind of enjoy the holidays. I say kind of because I'll be continuing to spend most of my time getting book two together and working with our audiobook narrator for our audiobook. But aside from that, I'll be returning in mid-January with a new printer and episodes for you. So, this is your holiday special, which will include what I found out about the Chinese snow goddess, an interesting thing that happened to me, and an old Hawaiian story I normally share with our Patreon members. Don't worry, Patreon members, you'll still get your monthly story, which will include a shark demigod who terrorized a Kona fishing village. Anywho, here's what I found out about the Chinese goddess of snow. The Chinese goddess of snow is named Tengliyu. While little is known about her origin, an aspect that complicated research was articles claiming she was a he. This is because there was a beloved ruler named Teng Wenggong. When he died, a blizzard prevented his funeral. However, it is believed he caused the blizzard because he wanted to spend a little longer in his kingdom to appease the rivers and mountains. After this, the ruler became the Chinese snow god. I feel this is a mistranslation, since more records and stories claim after the ruler died, he joined the snow goddess. And that's it for Tengliu. Yeah, like I said, there was really little to work with. Before going on, I just wanted to take some time to thank all of you for all you do in supporting our show. Whether it's spreading the word, getting others to listen to an episode, writing reviews, and buying our products. It all may not seem like much, but everything you do for our show helps immensely. In fact, Spotify contacted me and said that our show was the top 10, top 5, or the number one podcast for most of our Spotify listeners. So, mahalo nui loa to all of you for making that happen. Also, a big mahalo nui loa to our Apple Podcast listeners, especially those in Cambodia who helped us maintain a number one ranking over several days. Moving right along brings us to Mauna Loa's eruption on the Big Island. Mauna Loa's eruption marks the first time in decades there's been two eruptions on the Big Island. It should also be noted Mauna Loa is not the domain of the snow goddess Poliahu. Poliahu and her sisters are the guardians of Mauna Kea. Mauna Kea holds the title of the tallest mountain on earth and home to many observatories. So, my interesting experience. The day before the eruption, I went to a beach known for turtles, but there were none. This may not seem like much, but it was pretty crazy because 
This was the first time I went to this beach, and there were no turtles. I mentioned this to my mom, who pointed out there were no turtles because they sensed the coming eruption. Which tracks. Honestly, when I first heard about the eruption, I thought it was the return of Hawaii's god of volcanoes, before Pele. Speaking of which, I found this older Hawaiian story, and I felt like it would be a fitting time to share it with you. In ancient Hawaii, there was a husband and wife who were very stingy. All they gave their neighbors were scowls and told them to go away. As an approaching storm darkened the sky, a giant lost his bearings and saw the couple as they left their taro patch. He asked if they could offer shelter or at least some food. The couple waved the giant away, saying they had nothing for him and he could fend for himself in the wild. The giant was taken aback, for such cruel behavior was a very foreign thing, especially for Hawaiians. The giant struggled through the night, which worsened when the rains brought the code. The next day, the giant found his way back to his cave while being haunted by the couple's ugly expressions and cutting words. The giant returned to the couple's property and uprooted their taro patch, trees, and house. To this day, it is said nothing grows in that area, because whenever something's planted, the giant returns and removes it. You can enjoy lesser-known stories like this on a monthly basis by becoming a Legends from the Pacific Patreon supporter. Just click the link in our show notes and join us today. As always, a big mahalo nui loa to our past and current Patreon members like Christopher, Sunny, Meg, Jessica Bullock, Edward Puet Ohenki, Cassie, Felisa H., The Makuli Guy, and of course, Ren Shepard. Your continued support keeps our show going. Well, that's it for this special episode. Once again, thank you very much for listening, and I hope you have a great holiday season. Mele Kalikimaka and Haoli Makahiki Ho. See you next year.